the day has finally arrived. I know. How about that? How about that? Welcome to the 222 Podcast. For those of you checking us out for the first time on readyeagle.com slash 222. Welcome. We've been doing this show since last June. My name's Mike. This is Robbie, and we do it from my basement studio. So welcome to my basement. Yes. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome, new listeners. Thank you so much for checking us out. Hopefully you stick with us uh, for the duration of this experiment. For up the here. next 41 episodes. <laughs> How about here, that? Up here on <laughs> readyneagle.com slash 222. Uh, this show is called 222 because it's two guys. Two drinks and two snacks. So about midway through the program, we will get to our two drinks and our two snacks, and we will rate those drinks and snacks kind of based on a five-point system, much like the Untapped At app for all of you out there who enjoy uh, Untapped on your smartphone. Yeah, and play. We like to, you guys to play along with us. Yeah, you know, give us ideas, and and we'll try snacks that you give. That because again, the snacks business is a little hard to find sometimes. The, the drinks, snacks, though. drinks are just they just pour. Yeah, whether it's uh, non-alcoholic beverages or beers, I think we have two beers to try today. Yes, yes. so we will be uh, sharing those with you. A little bit about uh, ourselves. I'm Mike Keller. Perhaps you've heard me on the WEEU Morning Show every weekday from six to nine on eight thirty a.m. WEEU. I also work over at the Reading Royal. Royals, go Royals, making a playoff push right now. That? Hopefully we see you at the arena this coming week for some playoff hockey. Hashtag playoff on Penn uh, Street. Uh, we're pretty excited <laughs> about that. So we'll see you up there for that. And uh, this is my uh, buddy Robbie, who uh, talked me into doing this podcast here in my basement uh, almost one year ago, Robbie. And you're welcome. And <laughs> and look where we are now. 41 in and, still and in my basement. big time. <laughs> Big time. So, uh, Robbie, a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Robbie Lessig. You don't know me. Um, uh, maybe through Mike. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, this is just a hobby. I'm not a radio guy. Uh, I'm in medical software. How about that? How about for, that? Don't want to put you guys to sleep. Um, I have a lovely wife, a baby on the way. Uh, nothing really fantastic about me. I think I'm a personal guy, though. You're gonna enjoy listening to me. He's a delight, folks, and he is the biggest wrestling fan that I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I watch about 20 hours of wrestling a week. That's a lot of. It's wrestling. a lot. It's a lot, and and it's, it's even a, wrestlers are like that's a lot it's of wrestling. A problem. <laughs> Probably there should be some kind of group for me. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I I, I love wrestling since yeah. I was a little kid. Just love it, and I just you know. Came back from WrestleMania. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that. And uh, and anyone who knows me, I got belts and things, and it's a sickness. Yes, he's got a lot of memorabilia, but it's quite charming. It is quite charming. It's a charming sickness. It is. It is. There's a lot about Robbie that's charming. You learn all about it. And if you want to learn more about us, go back and start from the beginning, or just kind of meander your way through our catalog of shows. They can all be found uh, through the link there on ReadyNeagle.com/slash/222, or you can head on over to our direct website. That's MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com and and please, oh, please, oh, please, on your little smartphone, your device, get on over to the iTunes store if you have the Apple software, Apple devices, and uh, subscribe on iTunes to Mike and Robbie. Just search 222 or Mike and Robbie will pop right up. Hit subscribe and leave us a little review, hopefully four or five stars up there on iTunes for us. Yeah, if you're going to do three, don't bother. But four or five is great. We'll take a four and a five. And hopefully you're here because you saw all of the ads, the promo ads that were running in the Reading E. And on all of their social media pages for the last uh, four or five days. And they did a great job putting they these did. together. Uh, it started on Wednesday with The Bald and the Beautiful <laughs> coming April 10th to readyneagle.com. And it's our 222 it. logo. Uh, the next one was Snacks with Hacks. That was in Thursday's paper. 
and then chugging and chewing. I know, that's which great. is my favorite. That is funny. Like I want that on a T-shirt. Chugging and chewing with two twenty-two. Marketing department, we need T-shirts. <laughs> T-shirts. And then on Saturday, it was from the basement studio, mm-hmm. which is where we sit right now. And then Sunday and today. Uh, in your Reading Eagle, there were uh, some ads that include pictures of us. I know. How about that? From a photo shoot, which was held earlier last week. And uh, I've had to do a handful of these promotional photo shoots now mm-hmm. in my radio career. Yeah. They're the worst part of the game. <laughs> like, there's nothing. I, people always ask, like, what about TV? Do you have any? And I have no interest in TV. Like, cameras to me are just like one. Of, like, there's some reason when I get in front of a camera and I'm working. It's not just like, you know, hanging out, taking pictures with friends and stuff. As soon as it's someone specifically taking my picture and they want me to, like, smile or turn my head in a certain direction, I lose complete control of my body from the neck up. And I feel you have a reputation of being a little hard to work with. No, it's not hard to work with. <laughs> not, like, not like, you know, hard to work with, meaning you're a prima donna. Yeah. But less like you're not comfortable. No. And, you know, the photographer's like, Mike. Mike, Mike, do this. And you're like, eh, I wanna. I, can't. I don't want to do it. No, it's not that I want to. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm incapable. Yeah, it was, I must say, everyone there was very nice. It was a little nerve-wracking for me, too, because I've never been in that situation. Like, yeah. I've done it before, and it is my least favorite yeah. part. But the, the ads look fantastic. Yeah. The little slogans were great. And uh, the ad that was in yesterday's paper, the Sunday paper, and today's paper, uh, Monday, was uh, really, really cool. So big thanks to everybody over at the yes. Reading Eagle Marketing Department. Connie, Lisa, Leah, Dana, uh, and uh, the new fella, Derek, who was brand new. Who That poor guy. That poor Oh, man. I know. They they were using him like a light. There was this weird flash thing, which I'm still. I, did you ever see that thing do no, anything? No, I don't know what that does. I don't think it did anything. Like, it looked like it should have been the flash on top of a camera. Yeah. But it never flashed. Off? Yeah. It, I never saw it flash. And he's there. I mean, he was a tall yeah. fellow, and he's up there, like, towering over us, holding this thing. And, and I think they him, were just doing it to make him hold something. It was like a, a hazing. Yeah. A hazing at the Red and Eagle of, of new employees. But if you're going to do that, you should do it the right way. Like, there was a vending machine right there. Just go over and buy, like, a Snickers bar. <laughs> no, seriously, dude. Yeah. Hold this Snickers yeah. bar over top of their heads. It's it's. I Look, did you go to college for photojournalism? Yeah. I don't think so. A flash is in there, and it will go off as soon as I click this. As soon as I click yeah. this. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, but this is the 222 Podcast. This is our cold open. We do this every show, uh, and uh, we'll play a little tune. We'll get things going. And uh, the real nonsense... We'll start in mere moments. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Is everyone else out there ready? We'll wait for your answer. I think they're ready. Sounds good. They're ready. Let's get things going. This is episode 42 of the 222 podcast and our very first show up on readyneagle.com slash 222. Episode 42 of the 222 Podcast. I'm Mike. 
He's Robbie. Two guys, two drinks, two snacks. We'll get into our two drinks and our two snacks in just a bit. Robbie, if folks want to interact, if they want to get involved, how can they do it via email, Facebook, and on the tweet box? Sure, on email, 222M&R at gmail.com. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. And if you want to follow us on the good old Twitter, at Mike and Robbie. And when you're out there and you're talking about uh, Mike and Robbie 222 on social media, feel free to use the hashtag 222M&R. And that's a hashtag we've been using for a lot of our posts over the last handful of weeks, so you can just kind of follow along with us that way. A lot of fun to interact with people. Love to get your emails on that email address, which is 222MNR at gmail.com. Drop us an email, and we'll read them here on the podcast. And again, every Monday, make sure you check out readyneagle.com slash 222 for the brand new episode. But guess what? You can make it even easier. Just subscribe on iTunes, and we'll get sucked right into your phone each and every Monday morning. Every Monday morning. We're there. Say good morning. Start your week with a smile. That's right, with the Mike and Robbie. Lots of stuff I want to get into today. We will, of course, a little bit later on in our show here, uh, talk about our trips. We both kind of knocked off some bucket list items last week. Robbie got to go to WrestleMania down in Orlando, Florida, and the same weekend, I took a little trip down to Augusta, Georgia. I'm a huge golf fan. Those of you who listen on the radio on WEEU know how much I love golf, and I took a couple days off, and my father and I had Monday practice round tickets to Augusta, and while it didn't quite go as planned, we did get uh, the opportunity to set foot on the course, which was just, it was, I hate to use this word because you sound corny, but it was magical, magical. So we'll talk about that uh, in the second half of the show. I want to start with this, like next weekend, the weekend coming up here is Easter. Yep. Easter weekend is upon us. A lot of kids will have off for spring break. Uh, I'm coaching my daughter's softball team, and people are already telling me, we're gone next week. We're on spring break, so I won't be at practice. We can't do a scrimmage. See ya in a week. And I'm like, you yeah. stink. I'm going to be here. <laughs> I ought to make practice mandatory. We're off the team. You should. But I can't do that because oh. it's just eight and under softball. Well, what are they going to learn? What are they going to learn? As they're not now later so it's might as well be now it's time to prioritize yeah. damn it uh but i can't have that but uh, they're all getting ready going on their spring breaks we wish them the best and easter's around the corner so today with easter around the corner i want to talk a little bit about this past weekend when my daughter went to an easter egg hunt oh. now i don't know when these things turned into like mixed martial arts but it happens right about the five or six year old age group. Like when my daughter was one or two, like I was watching it. Why I'm missing had their big uh, Easter egg hunt over the weekend, and they do it in age groups, which is great. They had like the one and two year olds off to the side. Then they did three and four year olds, and the five and six year olds. Then my daughter was in the seven and eight year olds, and then over, I think, in the Thunderdome was the uh, nine <laughs> and was the nine <laughs> and ten year olds. Uh, but uh, one and two, you know, you just hear a lot of like. One and two, you know, they make the announcement. Uh, one and two year olds, uh, we're going to get going here in just a second. So when you uh, hear the ding, feel free to go on out there and uh, get those eggs. One and two year olds, are you ready? All right, on the count of three, one and two year olds, go on out there and uh, feel free to collect those eggs. And everybody goes out to the crowd. Everyone just loves it. The crowd goes wild. Oh, look at the so how does that work? I mean, a one-year-old. I mean, do the parents they take... toddle out? Yeah, oh, okay. the kids' you know, parents right. carry them. So they do that. It's adorable. Yeah, that's the kids great. love it. They pick up the eggs. They get two or three eggs. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Three no or four-year-olds. No, no one's hurting. No each other. one's hurt. Yeah, no one's pulling diapers no off. Death matches. Yeah. No, nothing's right. happened. No one right. drops a big elbow like the Macho yeah, Man okay. off the ropes. Yeah. None of that happens. All right. Three or four-year-olds, they do it on their own, but they're still parents. Johnny, 
Johnny, get that egg over to the left, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. And yeah, we're taking pictures. Cute. Everyone, no one's watching them. We're all watching them through our devices. Yeah, yeah. No one's actually laying their own eyes on their kids yeah. picking up eggs. We're all trying to get video so we can send it to the grandparents. Yeah, Facebook. So, yeah, and all that junk. three or four-year-olds, fantastic. Now, five or six, this is where it turns in from a nice little afternoon out on a cool day to like a blood sport. <laughs> Like that's, UFC of egg hunts. That seems where the switch is made. <laughs> and it's not like, like it's not bare knuckles fighting. Yeah. Like if you're putting it in wrestling terms, it's just your regular Monday night one-on-one match. Okay. Like there's yeah. nothing There's nothing going on. No, no tables, ladders, no. chairs, nothing. No. Then you get to calm. seven and eight-year-olds. Yeah. That's when it turns into TLC. Uh, that's okay. when you got the table, ladders, and chairs. That's where my daughter was. Now, luckily, she is not an aggressive kid. <laughs> no, Lane is not an no. aggressive kid. She gets that from mommy and daddy. <laughs> She's like, if you do whatever it is you got to do, I'll be back here. Everything's fine. Like the guy comes up. All right, kids, seven and eight-year-olds, on the count of three, we're going to go ahead and get those eggs. One, two, <laughs> and when the guy gets to three, half the crowd is already gone. Half the kids are already like, to heck with it, and out they go because wow. you can't stop them. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, if the kids say, come back, <laughs> come back, Put please. those eggs down. Yeah. So the kid, most of the kids are already gone. My daughter's waiting for the three. Aww. Three. So she's already lost the advantage. Oh, she's already behind. She's already three steps behind uh. everybody else. So she gets out there, and I'm videotaping her because I'm the same as everybody else. Yeah. Because my wife's not around. Uh, she uh, had to go take care of some family stuff. So I'm solo parenting today. Uh, so I want to get video so my wife can yeah. see it, take some pictures. So I'm looking through the video, and I just see her, like, aimlessly wandering around. Like, <laughs> where are there's the no eggs? eggs left. No, there's no eggs. There's no <laughs> eggs. And all of a sudden, other kids start coming out of the mass of humanity, like, in tears. One kid was crying. I got punched in the face. <laughs> like, next year, at, my daughter's going to be nine. Yeah. She's going to have to go to the nine and ten-year-olds. Uh, I imagine that's like hell in a cell. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like, I like imagine... It's like an inferno match. Stuff's on fire. That's like Undertaker Mick Foley. Wow. I imagine that is just – that's like uh, a Vander Holyfield Mike Tyson. It's like, uh, to put it in the uh, terms of modern day, it's uh, Floyd Mayweather and that Irish guy. Uh, yeah, uh, um, the Irish, come on, this is your sport. I know, um, the Irish MMA guy. Yeah, I can picture him. He's feisty. He is feisty. And he's a little, he's a redhead he's and a he's redhead. a little he's feisty. The, well, he's Irish. And he's, oh, oh my. McGregor. McGregor. Yes. You and McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Colin McGregor. Colin. Yeah, May, it's Mayweather McGregor. Like yeah. So next year. Like, if my daughter's still playing softball and I'm still coaching, I'm borrowing the catcher's equipment. Oh, yeah. Put her in that. She's going out there, helmet, chest protector, yeah. knee braces. You should get her one of those, like, kid cars. Just have her drive out. Or have one of those hamster bubbles. Yeah. Just that way giant, yeah, just, just rolls, just over, rolls people over people. And put Velcro on the outside so it picks up the eggs. Like, she only got six eggs. Really? Because that, And she was just wandering about. She's like, I only got six eggs. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, kid. I did see that. Uh, online and uh, in, in the readyeagle.com oh, I follow them on Facebook that's yeah whatever but that's not a plug or anything but uh, seriously they, that one township actually canceled because it got too feisty because it got too feisty that's because crazy. the parents get crazy and the kids get crazy and it, I, it's crazy normally it's parents that ruin kid activities well yeah this wasn't this, this was, was just, just straight kids this was ravenous kids <laughs> Like, I don't know. Some of the kids, I'm like, maybe they should be checked for rabies because they were, like, foaming at the mouth. And the parents have the bullhorn, like, get him, Johnny. No, no parents were rooting them on. This was really? just, so this just... was all aggressive kids. Really? So no parents were just yeah. kind of just, like, We were all standing up. back. Kids were coming back. One person, I don't think they were at the same egg hunt I was at, put on Facebook that their kid lost a front tooth in an egg hunt and not a baby tooth. 
it was a permanent tooth got knocked for an out egg hunt for an egg hunt. Oh my! I'll go to Target and get the kids some candy for the love of God. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is crazy. It was great. This like, is what I had to look forward to. I don't know when it turned. Like when we were kids, I don't remember anybody getting bloodied up in an egg hunt. No, it was all pretty mild and yes. tame. I thought like, oh, well, everybody did egg hunts when we were kids, and like it's not that long ago. It is that long ago. It's like thirty years now. But when we did egg hunts, oh. I feel like everybody did them in like their Easter best. Yeah, I remember being dressed up in my little vest. Yeah, I could see you my little, little husky vest. pants. You know what I mean? You know my little bow tie. Uh, the worst department ever put oh, in any I store know. ever. The husky department. The husky department. Like that's as a kid. That's the first shame you ever feel. Oh, it is when your mom drags you yeah. into the husky department. Because but before that, <laughs> you were blissfully unaware that, yeah. of your chunkiness. Yeah, because you're kids. You're wearing stretchy stuff, so you don't ever notice. No, everything's got an elastic waistband yeah. and Velcro. Yeah, no now, one cares. And now I need jeans. <laughs> In the Husky department. Or worse, Thanks, Ma. When you're a kid and you're dropping in the Husky department, the worst thing you could possibly buy, corduroys. Oh, and because you have that noise. <laughs> people can hear you coming a oh, mile here, away. Here comes Husky. Uh, who's coming? Oh, it's Robbie. He shops in the Husky department. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, I remember. I did, Look. I know. I was there, too. At least now, I don't think they, they don't have Husky I department. I have not anymore. seen Husky department. I think that would be under, like, child uh, cru- cruelty yeah, rules. Yeah, that, that's that's almost bullying. That is, like, that, if that would be bullying. I remember one of the Boscovs had Husky, like, in neon letters. Yeah. It was like I mean, Vegas. Yeah, it was like, oh, here, fat kids, come this way. <laughs> I mean, it was horrible. And I remember <laughs> looking at him, I'm like, is that for me? Yes. Yes, Robbie. Yes, Robbie. Yeah, yeah little Mike. Let's go. You're going to the Husky yeah. department. You're look. You're almost out of the Husky yeah. department. As a matter, of you're fact. almost in men's. <laughs> you're practically in men's. We got to hunt. We got to hem them three feet, but you're, it'll fit you around your waist. You're gonna just start shopping at a big and tall oh, department. Oh my Mike. goodness. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, the like, Husky is the worst. That- I'm glad that for the first time, listeners. Now you feel part of our pain. We are bonding, <laughs> folks. We are bonding here. Uh, I'm glad that is one of the things that has been removed from department stores. Yeah, like the, yeah. the worst is still dress shoes when you're shopping out. Trying on dress shoes. Yeah. Because no one's wearing the right socks. Yeah. So they try to give you, like, you always got your thick, like, crew <laughs> socks on, and they never work with dress shoes. No. So you either have your dress shoes, if you just try them with the crew socks, that you got to come back and you got to, like, put on other socks. Then you realize that, oh, there's, like, some place and I got to take these back. Or, like, the worst part is, you know, someone wore the right socks and they're so thin. That you know their sweat oh, and all of their foot juice yeah. is inside that and shoe. Your toes are crammed in yeah. there. Oh. Oh. There's nothing worse. That's like the worst part of any department store right yeah. now is the dress shoes. Since, since they dispatched the Husky department. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they got rid of Husky. Yeah, Husky was the way to not go when yep. you were a kid. Yeah, there was nothing worse than the Husky department. So yeah, Easter egg hunts apparently really like big time nowadays. Man. I mean, just for eggs, and I mean, now are they actual? And this is kind of a silly question. I don't remember. Are, are they actually eggs, or are there stuff? It's like plastic eggs with stuff shoved in it's them. The plastic eggs with like the candy stuffed in. So she oh. got a couple of Reese's peanut butter cups and some <laughs> kind of weird carrot candy. Wow! Like it's a carrot in foil. I imagine it's that crap chocolate that oh, nobody yeah. wants. Yeah. So really, uh, she she risked uh, life and limb yes. for a couple uh, peanut yeah. butter eggs. We, we risked the possibility of amputation <laughs> for three mini Reese's peanut can, butter. Can cups. you imagine calling Julie up? Um, we got to go to the dentist on. Monday, uh, Lena has a chipped tooth. <laughs> From what? The Easter egg hunt? She didn't swing. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she, she dropped her hands. Yeah. Gotta keep those hands up, sweetie. <laughs> sweetie, get that yellow egg. Keep your hands up. Block the moneymaker, sweetheart. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, well, But no injuries for my daughter. Well, that's good. Yeah, she came out unscathed. She probably avoided that, she did. that nonsense. She kind of skirted around it. <laughs> she, she was so far behind the blood. <laughs> 
It just got on her shoes. She was just stepping over the skulls and the broken limbs. <laughs> it, was like, it was like the scene uh, at the end of Game of Thrones, the penultimate episode of last season, where Jon Snow has to dig himself out of the body of uh, the pile of bodies. Oh, see, I don't watch you that don't show. watch Game of Thrones, but Sorry. those of you out there, you've they got that it. picture. I'm the only one. You could Google it, too. Yeah. Jon Snow climbing out of mountain of bodies yeah. can probably come up. I'm, I'm so far behind. Yeah, you should really get in on that show. I should. Uh, so that's what we did today. Then after that, she did win a uh, a free Chick-fil-A gift card. Oh. So, so we went to Chick-fil-A, got her a kid's meal that she won for free. And we're walking around. We always go to the pet store when we're in the mall. So yeah. we're, we're chilling around the pet store. And uh, we're looking at the puppies, looking at the kittens. Mm-hmm. There were some ferrets in there. Then we get to the birds. And now you start getting back next to like yeah. the lizards and the snakes. Yeah, no. The no. snakes. No. The snakes. No. Nope. No, I don't do snakes. No, no. So I don't I stand way back from the glass, which I know is just ridiculous, but I'm standing back and then I look to my left. Yeah. Three feet from my left, there is a guy. And oh. around his head is a snake. No, no, yes. n- no, no. Around his head. Why? Why? I don't know. I'm guessing he worked there, but I grabbed my daughter by the shirt <laughs> and I drug her out of there. <laughs> That's it. We're, We're leaving. leaving. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how much you want to look at the fish. How much you want to look at the adorable Pekingese that's in the cage in there? I know it's cute. We can go pet some dogs, but we until that snake is in an aquarium inside a glass case, we are not coming back. And this guy's just walking around like it's no big deal. And listen, you everyone can call me, you know, a wimp, a wimp, or a jerk, or whatever. And it's not manly. Oh, you should be covered in snake. No, I don't like snakes. I don't like spiders. No, thank you. They shouldn't be pets. Those are not pets. They're they got. I don't, what do you do with a snake as a pet? Yeah, you can't cuddle with it. Do you just stare at it? Yeah, I don't understand these pets that you can't touch. <laughs> like, oh, I have a tarantula. Well, why? Why? What do you do? Who sits there and watches a spider eat things? Like it's that can weird. Be, that can be the only entertainment, right? Is when you have a snake. You put a mouse in there. You put a mouse in there. Yeah. I mean, that could be entertaining, but, but, I, can, what, but I can Google we that. We have YouTube. Yeah, I don't need to see it live. I guarantee that's on YouTube. All over the place. Because then, by the way. I, I don't think mice are cheap unless you're out, you know, finding them. <laughs> what do you do? Trap mice and then feed them to your snake? And if you're doing that, you need a hobby. There's something wrong. <laughs> now, not to, you know, discourage our snake loving fans, if there are any, but I, it's just listeners, fans, whatever. We don't have any fans. No, just listeners. Listeners. Uh, and it, it, get a new hobby. I just don't understand it. Like, I, I, I'm never going to tell anyone to get a new hobby because I'm a big believer in you do. Like I said earlier, you do whatever it is you want to do. I just can't wrap my no. mind. Like there's very few things I try to keep an open mind, but the snake thing. I don't get it. And it's obviously a constrictor because that's what it's doing. It's wrapped around and by, it like moved its way down his head. And at one point it was like halfway around his neck. And that's when I was like, yeah. We're out. We were diff- disc golfing the other day, and there were two little snakes, and this nah. thing's our snakes. And I was walking, I could watch the snakes, and I went, ah! Yeah, I don't you know, do like, snakes. I, I guess it was a blood-curdling scream like a little girl. There I don't is, care. There was, yes. And they're, they're looking at me like, you know, oh, they're just garden snakes. No, they're snakes. <laughs> snakes. They are closely related to that anaconda in the Jennifer Lopez movie. I do not want to be anywhere near they're them. They're related to dinosaurs or something. <laughs> they're kind of, they're in that family, right? So would you go up and hug a T-Rex? No. They're so related. Why, to dinosaurs so or something. They're reptiles. They're all in that family. So you're, you're going to go put a T-Rex on your head? Yeah. Like, if no. you want to have it, like, get a gecko or something. Like, they seem very cute in those insurance commercials. Yeah. 
And he he, he cleans up after yeah. himself, and he orders Chinese food. Plus, I love the accent. Yeah. What's not to like about that accent? I mean, that's what I want, a pet who can order their own food. <laughs> I can have a conversation with. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other things here. I don't know if you saw this. Do you remember the uh, Pizza Rat from New York back in 2015? No. Viral video. I you never remember. saw the Pizza Rat video? No, that doesn't really How is that possible? They caught Someone caught a video in New York of a rat dragging an entire slice of pizza. Oh, 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 okay. Down subway stairs. I remember that now. To take it to his rat kingdom. I thought you meant there was like a new uh, menu item on, on like Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. Papa John's Pizza Rat. <laughs> That's what I don't know. Peyton Manning. There's yeah. a commercial. Peyton Manning's chowing <laughs> yeah, yeah, down yeah. and J.J. And Watt comes in and spears him <laughs> and then takes the pizza. All right, go ahead. I do remember so that. remember Pizza Rat. I do remember that. Well, uh, now they have a new, a, a new uh, food-loving rodent in New York. As someone, there's no video, but someone caught a picture of a squirrel in a tree eating a taco. Eating it, I don't know. I'm guessing it's just the taco shell, because if that squirrel was able to get an entire taco, ground beef, uh, ground beef, ground beef, shredded lettuce, sour cream, and pico de gallo up into a tree without spilling it, I have to have a lot of talk with my daughter because she can't go three seconds with a taco <laughs> without spilling everything out the back. This is amazing. This this little squirrel is actually holding it. Too. Yeah, I mean, like it's two handed and it's chewing on the top. That is crazy. Yeah, it's sitting in a, on a tree limb. And it's just got the taco shell in its hand, and it's just nibbling and going to town on the top of this taco. Do you, do you think someone just like fed it a taco? I don't know, but how did it get up in the in the tree? It had to grab that taco shell at some point, and that's impressive. Run up the tree with yeah. a taco shell. In I mouth. think that that is uh, a stolen taco shell. I think that's a hot oh, taco shell. Okay. I think this squirrel ran up to somebody, freaked him out, <laughs> he they dropped the taco <laughs> shell, and then that person uh, beat cheeks, and the squirrel. Uh, grab the shell and headed up a tree. We got to put this on our on yes. our page. This, we'll put is, this, this is impressive. We'll put this up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, along with one other quick rodent uh, issue I want to discuss. Oh, it's rodent day. making my skin crawl over here. Here on the 222 podcast. Um, we all could agree that police officers, very brave men and women. Yes. A, a hundred times, a, a, scratch that, a million times braver than you and I will ever be. Yes. Hands down. Not even combined. Not Yes. <laughs> Trust me. It's not even close. These, not even close. These, and they do a fantastic job. I have nothing but respect for the men and women uh, in blue, no matter where they're working yes. here in the great United States of America. Uh, with that, we go to Florida. And some poor officer was walking around the St. Petersburg Police Department, and he came around a corner and started walking down a long hallway all by his lonesome. And this was caught on security video. Now, this is an everyday occurrence, you would think, inside this police department, an officer walking down a hallway. Why are you bringing this up, Mike? Yeah, pretty normal. I'll tell you why. All right. Because as he's coming down the uh, aisle, going up the aisle right at him, all of a sudden, is a mouse. And this mouse (laughs) scares the bejesus out of this poor officer. And, of course, they got on tape. And he, like, gets on his tippy toes. Gets up against the, gets up against the hall <laughs> wall and does this weird little pirouette type thing and bolts <laughs> down the hallway, runs around the corner and the mouse does like some kind of weird like Neil Simon <laughs> play type thing where he goes in one door comes out the other. It was like watching an episode of the Monkees. And and then as the guy comes around the corner, the mouse now disappears and he comes back around the corner and like gives it the old. 
is it still here type deal. <laughs> and after he sees the mouse is not here, he does the bit, and I feel so bad for him when he does this, where he looks around to see if anybody saw him. Yeah. And you can see he's like, whew. I'm in <laughs> it the was clear. on tape. And oh, it was on no. tape. And somebody put it on social media. Well, of course you have to. The video and this guy's so probably good. too one of the toughest, oh, yeah. bravest police officers. He appears and, to be a big you know, dude, and he, you know, he, no problem, you know, pulling people over and going oh. to houses and shady individuals, and he's scared of mouth. Isn't that perfect? Though? It's great. It's so. I mean, it shows our humanity a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's funny. Yeah, it's that's and, funny. By the way, his reaction is just. And I, he has to be cool with it, I would think. <laughs> and poor guy too. I mean, you I know, feel like you know, no one's around. He and, has taken the beating oh. of a century inside that police department. You know, he probably came in. There's probably like like a mouse trap. Board game set up on his desk, and you know like those big, uh, you know when uh, someone goes like a company will go on strike, and they blow those big blow up rats outside the company. Oh yeah, I wonder oh. if one of those is waiting for him. Oh, I bet, I bet he was just. Oh my gosh, I bet they they just harassed him for weeks. And like days. one of the detectives ran down to the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and rented the Chuck E. Cheese costume. And just sat in his desk waiting for him to come in. If, if they have the uh, ability to do this, like they should get the Chuck E. Cheese costume, the same hallway, wait for him to come down there again, and have the Chuck E. Cheese guy oh run up the hallway down. at him. Oh, my God. Or just come behind him and tap him on the shoulder yeah. and turn around. <laughs> It'd be like Sal and the big black cat from so, the Practical Jokers. So if anyone's listening from the St. Petersburg Police uh, Precinct. Yeah. There are some great options. This is pretty great. This is great. This is pretty great. This is. Uh, we'll get that video up on our Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. So you can go ahead and check both those things out. Some pretty great uh, viral stuff from the week. We'll try to uh, sprinkle in some of that each and every episode here on the 222 podcast. Uh, as we get ready to get into our drinks and our snacks here, we'll let you go first, Robbie. We'll sure. get to uh, your drink or snack. What are you feeling? Uh, let's do the drink. All right. We'll get to your drink in yeah. just a second. Uh, when you think cookies and cream ice cream while I grab this. Yes. What flavor cookie? I know this is a silly question. I know. What flavor cookie do you think? Oreo. You think Oreo, right? I do, right away. It's the first thing that it's a black and white, you that, know, spreck, spreck, you know, the black cookies and the white ice cream. I mean, all, you know, it's great. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what I think. Oreo is releasing a limited edition flavor, cookies and cream. Hmm. <laughs> that's the same. The way your head just turned to the right, that's exactly what I did. You need uh, Robbie just tilted his head like a dog looks at you yeah, went, when you talk to it. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So they're releasing a cookies and cream. It doesn't appear to be any different except for the fact that in the cream, and this is where they hook me, okay. in the cream, they put apparently Oreo cookie specs. But isn't an Oreo cookie cookies and cream? I know. I mean, isn't that the definition of an Oreo cookie? That's a little weird. Somehow it looks they're like desperate. They're, they're trying to improve. Well, they've come out with every other flavor in the history of mankind. And I feel that they they go all in with their new flavors. They release like 18 flavors, and then they have no ideas left for three years. And now they've come out with this. Yeah, and now it's cookies and cream. That's the best they got. All right, what do you got drink-wise for us here? Um, It's a wheat ale, and it's uh, – I forgot the name of it. I know it's peachy. And, I, I, you know, uh, folks, you're going to find out that we're gonna, I get a lot of my beer based on the label. Because <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm no new, different. When you're trying new things, it's you don't really get what you like. You just want to get to try it, and it's clever. And that's a big peach with a face on it. An angry face. <laughs> yeah. This is like uh, James and the Giant Peach <laughs> yeah. after the story. Um, R.J. Rocker's Brewing Company, Son of a Peach Wheat Ale. Never even heard of the brewery. Just... Sounded and I, I'm a big fan of wheat ales. I like wheat ales. It's getting uh, to that time of year where wheat ales hit the spot. So I'm not a huge some. fan of peach, though. So but I'm not a huge fan of peach either. Just like the, let me take a smell here. It smells very peachy. I did. Oh, it does. It, it's that's like 
That's definitely peachy. Handcrafted every bottle. Here we go. Uh, I like to read the labels. We all enjoy hearing you read these. Son of a peach, wheat ale. Ale brewed with real peaches and with natural flavor added. I like natural flavor added. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This unfiltered American wheat ale made with real Carolina peaches has a real attitude problem. Call him sweet and he flips his lid. Most would take offense if he wasn't so darn tasty. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Savor the anger. There was a lot of reels in there. 5.8% alcohol by volume. You can check them out up on rjrockers.com. Give it a sip there, Robbie. What do you think? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I will tell you this. It smells a lot peachier than it tastes. Yeah, I don't get a lot of the peach. There's some peach aftertaste. Yeah, hit your tongue. Which after. I'm glad. Uh, I think it's just the right amount of peach because, as I said, not a fan of peach flavoring, so this is uh, this is actually just the appropriate amount of peach. But in my it taste. doesn't taste like a wheat ale to me. Uh, Do you get? I don't get the unfiltered wheat that I usually get in a wheat ale. Do you? It looks it, like one. It's very unfiltered looking. Um, I think it's actually pretty good. I don't get a lot of beer taste. I get a yeah. lot more peach juice, but yeah. not overwhelming. No. It's, it's not terrible. It's not horrible. Not horrible at all. How do you have snack-wise for uh, us? Snack, I have, uh, and you know I'm always looking for health-conscious things. So this is gluten-free and vegetarian. And uh, creme brulee almonds. I know we're both fans of different array of uh, mixed nuts. We like the mixed nuts. And uh, so this is sweet cream almonds layered with caramelized sugar. Ooh. How about that? How about that? At the good old Sam's Club. Ah. So there's about a 10-gallon so t- uh, tub of these. It's a giant Bag of nuts. Yes. And yeah, it's gonna take you the rest of your life to eat these. Yeah, thing, I know. You could you by the way, if this sack, which is pretty heavy, would have came in uh, handy for my daughter today at the egg hunt. <laughs> Getting her six eggs. Just go in swinging, sweetheart. <laughs> Plow the road. Oh, these smell really good. I jumped right in. Yeah. What do you think? I like almonds. Uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan of creme brulee dessert. Yeah. But this is um it's just the right amount of sweetness in an almond. See, that's a problem with these these sweet like Types of nuts because they yet get like those like that whole layer of sugar is just really too sweet. Yeah, well, it's good though. I think it's good. It's um, it tastes a lot like the nuts you get in the tube and like the cone uh, oh, like at, at, a, the ballpark. Uh, at a ballpark yeah. or, or an arena. Uh huh. These are very good. I like these. It, I like it, these a lot. This may only take me six months to eat because I'm not again. I'm not overly into the sweetness. Yeah, and these are not over uh, yeah. overwhelming sweet. These are good. All right, let's uh. Let's go to uh, my snacks. I have two snacks, actually. Okay. Same company. I have never heard of this company before. Uh, from uh, my number one seed as far as grocery stores go, Redner's Warehouse Markets. Uh, I got these at Uglies. These are Uglies kettle-cooked chips. Our trips are crafted from rejected potatoes with minor imperfections. These are also gluten-free. I got Mesquite Barbecue. Okay. And- all right, which one are we diving into? We're going to dive into both. Oh, look at you. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the same same flavor of yeah. uh, brand of chips. I want to try both flavors. Oh, I like the bag. Old time looking. I like that. Neat it's got a bag. thumbs down for uglies. And I guess this is, um, I guess some potato chip companies will only make chips from good looking potatoes, which makes zero sense to me because what yeah. does it matter what the potato looks like? Because yeah, you're going to slice it up anyway. It's slice up, unless it's rotten. Yeah, what's the... Let me pass you the original sea salt. Oh, all right. Good crunch. Very good crunch. I will tell you, my first thought for the sea salt needs more sea salt. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh, needs more salt. To me, it tastes almost... It's, almost, almost, like weird. A, it's like almost like an unsalted chip. It's a naked chip almost. It's not bad. No. I just expect that 
when I get a sea salt thing, I like to see the occasional like big granule of salt. Sea salt is extra salty, I feel, because it's just bigger chunks of salt. Um, the barbecue are just, I think, just very normal barbecue for me. But I will tell you that the crunch Fantastic. is what's going to help it when the ratings come around. Yeah. All right. That's our uh, chips there. Kettle chips. They're ugly brand, and their deal is they make their chips from ugly potatoes. 40% I- of food produced in the U.S. goes uneaten. 26% of produced gets rejected for cosmetic reasons. Wasted food is the largest component in landfills. Uh, if we reduce food waste by 15%, we could feed 25 million Americans. So uh, wow. there's a darker overall look. There's spots on the potatoes, uh, the chips, and uh, they have brown edges. But other than that, there's nothing wrong with them. And these are actually made, who knew, by our friends in Wummelsdorf. Look at that. Diefenbach. Really? Diefenbach makes those ugly chips. They do. I I mean, just for that, that's that's commendable. Yeah, local I chips. Mean, really? Yeah, definitely. I like it. That's going to get... Uh, who knew I was bringing a local uh, snack to Look at you. go back to the yeah. uh, arena? All right, let's go to my beer now. I try to be an educated beer shopper, but every now and then, I get sucked in. To the label? For rube reasons. <laughs> now, you got sucked in because the label was fun. Yeah. I got sucked in because the label had my name on it. <laughs> so, I f- saw this Sierra Nevada beer, and it's called Keller Vice. You got to do it. It's a Bavarian-style wheat ale, and I decided we would give this a go. So both, uh, unbeknownst to us, we both went with Eat Wheat Ales uh, here on this uh, episode number 42. The Keller Weiss, our Bavarian-style wheat beer, is complex with flavors reminiscent of banana bread and spicy clover. Or clove. (laughs) This hazy golden beer glows with suspended yeast. Creating a velvety texture and refreshing finish. So there you go. Oh, a suspended yeast. Suspended yeast. There's another mm. thing here. Keller Weiss is one of the few wheat beers made using the traditional Bavarian method of open fermentation, which allows the ingredients to shine and creates vast depth and character in this hazy golden beer. To serve, pour two-thirds into a glass, swirl the bottle, and add the rest. So we I didn't f- do that. I just gave you some. And then I feel this is going to be tart. It smells very tart. Really? I wouldn't think it'd be tart. Is clove tart? I don't know much about clove. Um, spicy. All right, give it a go. He's going to jump in there. All right. He's going to give the beer a go. It's This smells like a traditional wheat beer. It does. I don't get a lot of taste. Not a, I mean, it's just very... Just very See, just, I get the banana. I get the wheat. I, I, I mean, it tastes like a... I just very I, uneventful for me. I think it's pretty good, actually. Really? Yeah, I like this. You just I, like it because it has your name in it. It's a good name. That's a good name. I feel like I should get <laughs> a little bit of uh, a little bit of. Uh, you she get a nickel every time they open. I know. One. I should get some residuals right? here. Yeah, it's I, just average for me. I mean, it's it's it tastes good. Nothing wrong with it. I just think it's um nothing uh, overly nothing different. special. Yeah, I think it's a okay. It's good. Let's go with our rankings. We'll start with your beer, your son of a peach. Wheat Ale from RJ Rockers out of five, Robbie, which is our rankings. What do you give it? I'm going to go 2.75. You went with the .75. Look yeah, at you. I'm going to go with, uh, actually, I liked it a little bit more than you did. I'm going to go with a three and a half. Really? Three and a half. Wow, that's a big, that's a big, we're usually right on the same mark. Yeah, I like the. I like wheat ales. I, I like uh, fruity beers on occasion, and this was not overpowering fruit, which is sometimes what will uh, bring me down as far as the uh, f- uh, fruity beers go. This is just the right amount of peach, and I was surprised because I thought it was going to stink because I don't like peach. Yeah. And this was just the right amount. Nice taste, very smooth. I could drink that on a hot summer day. I think it'd be delectable. So I gave it three and a half. 
Look at you. All right, let's go to your uh, almonds. All right. Yep, the creme brulee almonds. Creme brulee almonds. I'm gonna give these. I'm gonna give these a four. I think these are great snack. They're gluten free, so that gets extra points, right? Um, no, but they, they're not too sweet. I, I love them. I'm also. Four. I'm, I like them as well. I'm gonna give them the exact same score as my son of a peach. I'm gonna give them three and a half. I thought they were very good. I could eat fistfuls of those and shove them down my gullet without even blinking an eye. This is going to be a Monday Night Raw uh, bag uh, snack here. <laughs> this is going to be? It is. You're going you're gonna to designate that for Monday Night Raw. I am. So what will be your SmackDown snack mm. on Tuesdays? Hmm. Maybe a nice, uh, maybe like a Dutch plate. <laughs> like a pepperoni and cheese. Maybe some uh, ring bologna. Yo. Ooh. Ooh I like How that. about some head cheese? Uh, well, what? <laughs> All right, let's go to my snacks. I have uh, the double bag here because I wanted to try both varieties of the Kettle Cooked Uglies from Diefenbox. Uh, They're made with rejected potatoes that have (laughs) minor imperfections. That's kind of like the 222 podcast of potatoes. That's like our description. Minor imperfections. Yes. Uh, They're made by Diefenbox, local company. What do you think, Robbie? Uh, I'll be honest with you. The whole thing with using... You know, uh, not cosmetically looking potatoes, and not and, the and, Brad Pitt. Yeah, they're not the Brad Pitt of potatoes. They're like they're the, the Zach Galifianakis. They're the Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, we want <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, uh, um, I, I dig the bag, and the and it's a local company, and I just think the flavor was not there. Like a little more salt, maybe a little more barbecue. Otherwise, good. I'm going to give them a three and a half. I like them, uh, and there's so many times you get these chips, uh, especially kettle cooked. That maybe don't have the crunch that you want. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that it's local. I love the fact that the bag is kind of old-timey. The bag. Like I said, I didn't even look at the back. I was sold on the bag. The, yeah, bag, the bag is, is so neat. cool looking. Um, I am going to say that uh, the barbecue I thought was good. I would like a little more salt on the sea salt. Maybe when you get down to the bottom, maybe I jostled them too much and I jostled the salt oh, off. I, see. I thought they were very good. I'm, yeah. I would eat, again, that whole bag. I don't, doesn't even. This is going to be a master's bag for me tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be gone. Gonna shovel them in. <laughs> um, so I will give them a. Uh, I'm going to give them a four. Yeah, they're very good. I like them. All right, let's go to the Keller Weiss beer from Sierra Nevada. What say you about this beer? Robbie? I'll be honest with you. The more I drink it, the more I like it. To be honest with you, um, you I'm, get the. Ban- I think you really get the banana. You do. You do. And I think I missed the banana because I was drink. I was eating the sweet almond, so I missed that little sweetness. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Um, it's very good. Uh, it's just not overwhelming to me. I dig the name, of course, because, you know, my buddy's name Keller. How about that? And uh, it's good, though. I mean, I think this is a great, and I love wheat beer, so this is this is great. I'm going to give so it, three and a half. I had a score in mind, and it's going to get a .5 bonus based on the <laughs> fact <laughs> that it's called Keller Vice. All right. So I am going to give it a 4.25. Wow. I like yeah. it a lot. I like it a lot. I was going to give it a three, and the more I taste it, I liked it, so I got another half point for me. I think everything we had tonight, while nothing was blow you out of the water great, I think everything we had tonight uh, was uh, pretty tasty. Nothing negative. No, nothing negative to say about those snacks. We'll put a picture up. You should definitely try them. If you're into local stuff, I would uh, absolutely check out the uh, box potato chips from Wommelsdorf, the uh, Uglies. And let us know what you think. If you give these a try, just uh, shoot us a message on some sort of social media or uh, 222MNRGmail.com and let us know what you think. Definitely share your uh, ratings out of five. Again, you can use .25s, uh, be uh, wild, but uh, that's about it. Like It's either... 0.25, 0.5, 0.25, 0.5, or 0.75. Yeah, we don't want any, like, 2.33. No. That's a little because, weird. Because, quite frankly, we're not smart enough to do that math. No, that's hard. <laughs>
<laughs> so check that out. Again, the uh, snacks for tonight were the uh, creme brulee almonds. What's the uh, company that made those? It is uh, Squirrel Brand. Squirrel Brand. You got those at Sam's. I got them at Sam's Club. Uh, you think mostly squirrels would be in tacos, turns out. You would out. think so. You know, just uh, creme brulee almonds as well. guy there at Lanham. There he is. Is he holding the taco? Yeah, uh, no. By He's... the way... <laughs> Am I the only one who's creeped out when squirrels hold food in their hands? Yeah, it's just weird. And they, they look at you and they nibble. Yeah. It's just weird. I feel, like they're, I feel like when squirrels are eating food, it's very intimidating. <laughs> they're looking in the eye. That's yeah. why. They're they looking still, like, in the eye. If you even think of coming over here yeah. and taking this nut, I'm going to kick your ass. I think that's right. <laughs> I think... And they would. <laughs> they would. They would just bite the hell out of you. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it would be not even close. <laughs> uh, one quick thing here before we get into our trips, because we're running short on time. I'm not big into internet trolling. I don't no. like it. Mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's done maliciously. I think a lot of the time it's done, and you know, you hear a lot about bullying, whether it's in schools or at other locations. I think a lot of the times that is kind of uh, oversaid. I think there's definitely bullying out there, but I think some things are called bullying that aren't actually bullying. But I think a lot of the trolling and stuff, I think that turns into bullying. It so does. I'm, I'm, you know, 99.9% of the time, I'm anti-trolling. Unless you're out there to troll the trolls. See, that's good. And when you're out there to troll the trolls, you get two big thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And on a scale of zero to five, you get like an eight rating. <laughs> exactly. There is a dude. And I think I think he's in the UK. So he's across the pond, if you will. And he took a bunch of pictures, right? And he photoshopped in his baby daughter. <laughs> And his daughter appears to be, I sent you the link. You did? Like, just able to stand. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I'm guessing a year old, maybe 13 months, 14 months, depending on how advanced she is. Like, I, I don't know how, she's right in that year to 18 months bracket, right? And he photoshopped her and placed her into, like, the most dangerous <laughs> positions you could ever put a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, parents' worst nightmares type deal. And then posted these pictures on the internet. It's so great. Uh, one, there is a, a daughter. <laughs> this is my favorite. Like, the fact that people think these were real. And again, yeah. this will be up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Like, anybody who thinks these are real, <laughs> again, go buy a snake. Yeah. Because it's over for you. <laughs> it's over. So, there's one. And it's my favorite, and it's right at the top of this article. And again, we'll post the uh, link up on our Facebook page. And the dude's standing there at the oven, at the stove, and he's cooking up something. And he's just smiling at his daughter. (laughs) He's so proud. It's my girl. And he's got a hot (laughs) pan over top of an open flame. And the daughter's sitting like on a cutting board (laughs) next to the stove, which, by the way, on open flame. She's got a butcher knife in one hand. (laughs) And if that's not enough... Her right hand is reaching for, like, another knife. That was my favorite one. <laughs> That's the best one. It is. It's the very best one. So we did that, posted that with the uh, with the caption, cooking up a storm before everyone goes crazy. Don't worry, the oven clock is set wrong. She isn't actually still awake at 935. <laughs> another one, he has her uh, on, like, climbing on the outside of a stairwell <laughs> and holding on to, like, the banister. And she's, like, up 15 feet, and she's just looking at her daddy as he takes the picture. Another one, he uh, has her standing on the 
um, mantle of the fireplace, and it's their Christmas one. It says "Happy Christmas, everybody." She's like hanging on to some lights. <laughs> uh, she's on a railing in front of a pond at one, and then along like a deep uh, lake, right next to a ledge. It's like a rock ledge, a walkway. She's standing there, and my one of my other favorites is when she's driving the car. Oh, I she's standing on his up. lap, going down the highway, has her hands on the wheel, driving the car. So these pictures we'll put up on our Facebook page. There is one though that I have done. I don't know. Maybe this is not as big a deal. Over in England, like this isn't something kids do. But when my daughter was this age, and even with my nieces and nephews, I absolutely did the thing. Absolutely, I absolutely did the there thing where I threw my daughter up in the air. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> I mean, like the oh, you know, yeah, like, I, that's what he's doing in one of them. I, I threw her up in the air and caught her all the time. Like drove my wife nuts, but yeah, I that, did it. Don't constantly. dads do that to all their kids? I, I thought mean, so, and he did that one. So maybe that isn't. And as, there's nothing more annoying. I can, and I'm not a parent yet, but I can imagine that of telling another per- another parent how to parent you know what i mean and that's why this is perfect he's i don't just, do that yeah he's just trolling all those you know he's, critics of how you should raise your kids and, and the people who love to comment on facebook and twitter and instagram when you're doing something wrong with your kids so yeah or anything so trolling the trolls again i take all my chips at the poker table and i push them in the center all in i'm all in on trolling the trolls again that'll be up on our facebook page as well facebook.com slash mike and robbie all right we got about uh, 15 minutes left in the program uh here on episode 42 of the 222 podcast up on readyneagle.com slash 222 and robbie we both knocked a couple bucket list items off of our list so uh if you have enjoyed the show thus far yeah but don't want to hear two nerds gush about experiences We'll understand. Yeah, leave and just just come back at 43. Come back Seriously, 43. yeah. Just come back. I mean, you can, okay, we got your download. Share us on all that good yeah. on our social media and then just come back for 43. Most of the show will be what you've heard. Yeah, exactly. But we are going to share yeah. uh, our, our stories here. You got to go to WrestleMania. Now, you went down. Uh, WrestleMania was uh, two Sundays ago, mm-hmm. and you went down the Wednesday before. Uh, Thursday, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Early Thursday morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Thursday morning before you went down. Yeah. And uh, you guys had a whole weekend down there. We did it, and it was a jam-packed weekend. I mean, looking back, it was all day Thursday, uh, all day traveling Thursday. I met a couple, uh, one of my good friends, uh, uh, Joe and Steph. They came down with me. My wife is pregnant right now, so she really didn't want to fly and stand the lines and all that heat, which is great. And she was nice enough to just say, you know what, you go have a good time. Because I don't really want to deal with this wrestling crap <laughs> yes. and these wrestling weirdos by the all way, that, weekend. That was her tapping out of the Cobra yeah. clutch, by it the way. It really wasn't her not wanting to go. It was her, I can't deal with you wrestling weirdos for three days. So get down there Thursday. Uh, Friday we did Universal, which was fun. Is that uh, your first time there? No, not my first time. Uh, second time there. First time at the Harry Potter or even the Harry Potter? I've been before? in the Harry Potter since it's been built. Ama- my it's just my wife is going to be listening to this. She's going to be so mad at me. It was so cool. It was just it, it, just being in the whole world. If you're a Harry Potter person, it's just it's awesome. We didn't do – I mean, the problem is you have you know eight hours to be in the park, and you're waiting in you know 45-minute lines – you know, only open for eight hours. Well, we by the time we got tickets and stuff and got the shuttle, it was like by the time we got there, and the, it was a whole story. It's just a whole mess. The, the shuttle ride was an hour, and we were two miles oh from gosh. the park. Yeah, it was horrible. So we only had about eight, eight hours, forty five minutes a ride. Do the math, not too many. Th- so we had to pick and choose. Like we didn't get to do Kong. They were testing Jimmy Fallon. We didn't get over there to do Jimmy Fallon ride. And of course, three days later, Jimmy Fallon and The Rock are there. Yeah, how about that? And they're photobombing people yeah. in giant Jimmy Fallon and The Rock uh, mascot costumes. Yeah. And I wasn't there. How about that? I missed that by a few days, but whatever. I digress. 
Um, then it was Access, WrestleMania Access, which is a Comic-Con sort of thing, convention for just all wrestling. Now, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, you have a lot of... And I, look, this is not... When I say nerdy, I don't mean it in a negative way, because no. I do so many nerdy oh, things. Oh, I'm a nerd? Like, I'm nerdy about... Because I think nerdy right now is used in 2017 when you're really into something. It's like an adjective. Yeah. To, and it's not a negative adjective. I'm nerdy about golf, which you're all going to hear in yeah. about five minutes. <laughs> I'm nerdy about poker. Mm-hmm. I'm nerdy about your normal nerdy stuff like Marvel, Marvel and, and, the, and the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I'm on to all that stuff. I love sports. I'm nerdy with sport. I'm nerdy with certain uh, musicians like Garth. Yeah. I love Garth Brooks. I'm super nerdy into that. So I'm into these things. Now, but you are into wrestling as much as I'm into golf, probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of memorabilia, as we discussed. You got I do. The, you got how many uh, championship belts? Uh, six. You have six championship belts. And not like the plastic ones you got at with Toys the R ring Us. at yeah. Toys R Us when you were 12. These are legitimate Authentic. replicas. And they're heavy, and they're great. They're yeah. fun. If you're a wrestling fan, like I, if I ever brought one home, Julie would divorce me. <laughs> but they're great to play with. Like yes. I go over there, and I spent the first time I went to Robbie's house... <laughs> I wore one on my shoulder. A couple hours. For a couple hours. Yeah. Like, and on your waist. That's the co- that's the closest Julie and I have ever come to having a real fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. It was really. Leah has accepted my neurotacy. Yeah. Well, you know? she's accept. Trust me. Julie's accepted a lot. She's yeah. just not willing at this point to add new things. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. She's t- there's a lot of baggage, man. A lot of baggage. <laughs> so she, uh, we did that. You had the belts and you got like the action figures. You've taken pictures. You've told the Bella twins they smell fantastic. They smell fantastic. And uh, you went down there. And you took a lot of pictures, posted them on Facebook, which I loved. I think I might have been one of the one of the first people to like like each of your pictures. You did. I was it was right so, on top. It was so of great. It. I kept checking. You I did. Want to see from Robbie. <laughs> Videos, Facebook Live, everything. I have to ask you this. Yes. Because this may be the most overtop purchase that you've ever made, if you bought it. Okay. Did you buy a real Money in the Bank briefcase? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I did. I saw your first picture, and I'm like, sweetie, <laughs> Robbie got his picture taken with a Money in the Bank briefcase. Like what's that? And I'd explain to her what money bank briefcase yeah. is, which is something you can win in a match. It's silly. Don't worry yeah. about it. You don't have to worry about that. It's Google a briefcase it. that says money in the bank. You can cash it in for a championship. And it's truck. gaudy. It's gold. It's so gaudy. It's so f- it's hilarious. It can never be used anywhere. No, except I want you to take it on a business trip one day. We already t- discussed that in line, and it's going to happen. I'm going to yes. pop it open and get my computer out. Yeah, we're going it- to. Or just like Kramer, have some Ritz crackers in there. <laughs> TCB baby. <laughs> TCB. <laughs> All right, and then I see another picture, and this time you're getting your picture taken with I think Nia. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Yes. And Who like, did smell huh. fantastic. I'm like, Nia, why Why does Nia have a Money in the Bank <laughs> briefcase? <laughs> like, no big deal. I'm not going to think anything of it. Then I see you with R-Truth. There's, an, there's that freaking briefcase again. <laughs> uh, honey, I think he bought a Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> I, I legit bought. It was, okay, so. <laughs> okay, there's, there's degrees of this. By the way, your wife. Leah, God bless you. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully she forgets to listen to this episode. Everybody, hopefully, here goes. This is <laughs> this is. I have tape of Robbie's money at WWE Access. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. <laughs> so, okay. So there was an actual metal briefcase, like the actual replica. Yeah, that was two hundred. Okay. I did not buy that one. All right. Okay. 
this one, which was the same size, but it still had metal and has a lock and it still pops open and everything. And, but the outside was just like a hard plastic, molded plastic, which is still really, that was 75. <laughs> I bought that one. I told Lee it was 50. <laughs> <laughs> And then I like I like how you <laughs> as this all goes down. I like how you're like you're trying to figure out now. I can't hide that I bought it. Like no, she's gonna no. she's gonna realize it's in the house. So just what do I have to tell her it costs? Like what's an what's her price point? And, then, for, and fifty was too much. And she's like, you spent fifty dollars. I'm like, oh, I should have went twenty five. I should have went twenty five. Yeah, twenty five is not believable. I know. So this just to set this up for you guys. Should have went forty. So I walk. They have a thing called the Superstore, and it's literally this insane like Target size area of wrestling stuff. And that's the first thing I see. And no hesitation, I pick it up. I'm like, oh, they're all going to sign this. They're, this is what they're going to sign all all day. And I'm like, I get it. And and then. So not I didn't even question them. I didn't know how much it cost. I just picked it up. I, I was like, I'm in line with this. And so not only so we're standing. We are so different. We I know. So the first thing I do before I even touch something is look at the <laughs> price tag. So I'm in line. Are and, you from Brooks County? I know. It doesn't seem like it. So I'm. I have this thing. We're in line. I'm in line with Steph and Joe. And this look of concern comes to my face. And Steph goes, "What's wrong?" I'm like, she's thinking. I'm curious to know what the price is. No, 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 no. I'm worried about if the Sharpies are going to smudge. That's what I'd be worried about. <laughs> I'm like, if it's plastic. If I, so, then there's this little kid. This is also embarrassing. There's this kid. He's like 12. He's all have. He has his money and he has it all signed already. He was in the morning session. I go, hey buddy, come here. And he comes over. He's like, what's up? I go, did that smudge at all? He's like, no, it works great. I'm like, all right, I'll go back in line. <laughs> you high fived each other. <laughs> Just, Both ran back to your mother's. Yeah, it was so funny. So, um, Nia Jax too is my, my new favorite. She was so nice. She talked to me, talked to everyone, had to sat down. She put a little arm around me. I saw it. It was so fantastic. And then Mickey James, too, and Bailey. Oh, you know who's a jerk, though? Who? Zack Ryder. Really? Big old jerk. <laughs> everyone hated him. He didn't let you come near him. He was like, can't come on the side of the line. I'm like, oh, the side of the table. I'm like, oh, all right. Sign my stuff and leave me alone. All right. But you got you to take his signature. Oh, of course. And I got a picture with him, like, kind of leaned in. I saw the one cool thing. Uh, I guess Sting showed up. Sting was there. At, they had a, they had a ring set up where they did like some NXT matches, and all of a sudden, you should have saw that whole place empty out and just filter. It's pretty cool. Paul Heyman did a little thing in there. You saw Paul Heyman live. Saw Paul. Saw Paul. He's Heyman an artist. Live. It was so great. So um, take us to WrestleMania. So that was eight hours. That was exhausting. <laughs> Exhaust. I mean, standing in line eight hours <laughs> of access. God bless you, man. I don't even like golf that much. So then WrestleMania comes around. They do a pre-show that starts at 5. Gates open at 3.30. We're like, oh, traffic. We have to get there. So we get there at like quarter of 4. The show didn't go off until 12.30. It's a lot. I know. I was in my <laughs> hotel room in Augusta, Georgia. Thank you for letting me borrow your WWE Network sure. uh, information. And I was watching on my iPad. And it was like 10.30. And I knew there was like seven matches left. I was like, I'm not going to bed. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, it was just brutal. So, but it's amazing. It's amazing being there. It, if it, 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 it's an experience like no other. You know what I mean? It's just amazing. It, the set was crazy. They must have spent ten million dollars on the set. The set was amazing. It, it was so great. Um, saw Jimmy Fallon was in within two feet of me because he came in uh, the uh, the entrance way like we were on the risers behind the announcers yep. and he just walked past me just Lin- walked by you Linda McMahon we yelled Jimmy uh, one of the announcers Michael Cole JBL were all there shook our hands and stuff it was just 
very cool. It was worth it. Um, the waiting and the the exhaustion of the week, but it was just it was I marked out the whole weekend. Very cool, it was so crazy. So you do it again? I would do it again. Uh, Orlando is not my fun flip. Not your cup of tea. It, it, See, I like it if I'm inside Disney World. Yeah, if you're inside Disney, that's like its own little town, own little city. And otherwise, it's just it's crazy. There's construction everywhere, which I can't believe they had in a place. There's construction. Yeah, see, every, you, when everywhere. you go to Disney, you don't have to deal with that. No, you, you just you're, you're there, in that bubble, and, and that's you, you it. take the magic your way shuttle from the airport yep. or whatever it is, the Magic Express, and you don't have to deal with it. So I mean, any so it was great, great experience off the bucket list. Crazy that we had two bucket list items having the same. But it was weekend. your second WrestleMania. It was, and I saw the same match, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I was telling people around me that I'm like, can you believe that I've seen this match 13 years ago? And it was, you know, we all marked out into it. It was funny. Very cool. So, Very cool. so if, there, if you have to rank it four out of uh, out of, on our scale of five, what do you give it? Uh, the experience five out of five. Five out of five. The show, I'm going to give a four out of five. I got to sit down. I didn't see much of it. I got to sit down. And... I've watched it twice <laughs> since Sunday. Since Sunday. And I've watched the Hall of Fame and the NXT and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. So of all and, the wrestlers you've gotten to meet now, who's the uh, number one seed? Is it Nia? Uh, I would say Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels? And that's Shawn Michaels. And Nia's probably second. Really? She, she was just so cool. Very cool. She was very cool. She's my, she's my new girlfriend. I was thinking about you while you were down there, so yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. And so transition to Augusta? I had, well, uh, he's, he left on Thursday to head on down to Orlando. Friday night I had a Royals game, Saturday night I had a Royals game, then Sunday my dad and I left at like 5.30 in the morning to head on down uh, to Augusta, Georgia. We wanted to be able to get on the road early in case we ran into any issues and we didn't want to be getting into town too late in the evening. We left super early, stopped for breakfast. The ride down was actually super pleasant. Like, the, the Sunday was beautiful. Yeah. Here in Berks County, and as we got further south, it just got better and better and better. And we pulled in to Augusta, Georgia. It was like 80 degrees. Oh, and wow. absolutely perfect. Now, the whole time, of course, since I'm going to the Masters for a Monday practice round, I'm looking at the radar. I'm looking at the forecast for the weather. And they're saying thunderstorms in the evening. Okay. Starting at, like, 4 o'clock. So that's, like, to me... That's like every day down yeah, south. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I feel like there could be thunderstorms. It's going to be 80 degrees, 70 degrees yeah. every single day. So I'm not sweating it. I'm like, this is going to be good. It's not. It, it, no way. No way is this going to be ruined by weather. The weather looks fine. I checked it before I went to bed. Still saying the same type of deal. I go to sleep after watching a little WrestleMania. I wake up, open up the app. Now it's saying rain basically from 10 a.m. Oh. through the rest of the day. That's so It's upsetting. so terrible. I'm like, you know what? It just says rain. Maybe it's going to miss us. By the way, rain, they won't kick you off. I was going to ask. That, they, you know, unless yeah. it's a downpour, you're going to be fine. You just have to seek some shelter. You'll be all right. It's, I, this is not – it's going to be great. Yeah. So we get there, and when you walk in, uh, the original gate, uh, the initial gate, let me say, that opens at 7. Now, you can't get onto the course until 8 a.m., but you walk inside this initial gate, and you walk under this brand new bridge that they just built in a year that goes into security. You go through a whole bunch of security, metal detectors, everything. You know, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And you walk through this, like, winding path. And there's really nice vegetation. There's flowers. <laughs> it's beautiful. And it's very well manicured. And then you come out to the practice area where all the players are there warming up under the lights because it's still kind of – it's the clouds are out. And it's just immaculately manicured. Like, yeah. it is just the best grass you've ever seen in your life. The turf is perfect. And at this point, it's just cloudy. Everything's going to be great. You walk a little bit further. You get to where the um, 
uh, you talk about your target-sized superstore, you get to the only souvenir stand, which is a giant, giant golf pro shop store with everything you could possibly think of having the Masters logo on yeah. it. It's just fan- – and the prices are not out of this world. Like the Monday practice round ticket was only 65 bucks. That's the face value. Yeah. Now it was selling on- online for like 600-some dollars. <laughs> so crazy. But the uh, face value is 65 Heck, if you wanted to get tickets for all four rounds of the actual tournament, it was only $325 for a four-day pass. So to go down there, I mean, you got to get the tickets in the lottery. you got to get lucky. Very reasonable. Yeah. We go in there, I get a new hat, I'm wearing it right now, I get your hat, mm-hmm. we put it at the check place, I also got myself a ball marker, you put it at the check place where you can check the stuff you buy and then pick it up on oh, your way out. Neat. It's very cool. Yeah. We're like, we're going to come back, because my dad and I both wanted to look at t-shirts, but we wanted to get ready, we wanted to be at the yeah. gate to go into the course, right when it opened at 8am, plus I had to make a phone call, I said I would call into the show. Uh, and uh, oh, call into the WE Morning uh-huh. Show. So I had to do a live call in. They have a bank of phones, by the way, because you can't take your cell phone in. Yeah. There's a bank of phones you can use to call anywhere in the country. In fact, anywhere in the world, whenever you want. Really? You just call up, you just go up, you dial. Wow. So I called the, called Julie, <laughs> called the station, <laughs> and they opened the gates a little early. So I was on the phone with the radio station doing a live call. It's like 7.54, and they opened the gates up. I'm like, peace out, Paul. I got to get out of here. <laughs> and I hung up on him. <laughs> I ain't missing two minutes of this. No way, it's man. It's going to rain. They're opening it up. And we had an idea that rain was coming. So our entire deal was, my father and I, we're going to walk the course from hole number one to hole 18. And you walk out, and the first thing you walk past is a giant master scoreboard. Oh, that's so cool. And it's the white scoreboard. It's mm-hmm. match all the flags are blowing above it. It's just... Classic. It looks like everything I've seen on TV. You mentioned We mentioned Disney World earlier. When you go to Orlando, you get in Disney World. It's a, it's a bubble. You're in your own world. This Masters is the Disney World of golf. You walk in there, and it's like a different world, man. It's just... It's not reality. The, go, the go, I've never been on a golf course that is so perfectly manicured. You think there has to be places on this course, right, that aren't shown on TV that would look... Like real life, they would look muddy. The tractor, they would over look here, dingy. <laughs> they would look just cruddy. Yeah, behind uh, grandstands, where where cameras will never be just immaculate, perfect. That's so cool. Everything's perfect. I mean, oh, and that's like, what they pride themselves. Yeah, in that course It's that, just it's it is. I mean, it's pristine. And now, unfortunately, the azaleas, which is a big deal down there, uh, they bloomed early because they had a uh, warm winter, and then they had two really cold nights. So all the azaleas I died. left. Yeah. <laughs> No azaleas, I'm out of here. I'm done. So there weren't the flowers. It wasn't blooming, which actually, as a guy who suffers from allergies, I was like, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. hope they die every year. <laughs> For some reason, I sound like Dean Martin. <laughs> That's amore. I don't know why I sound like Dean Martin there, but I'm like, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. Like, I don't know why I went into a Dean Martin. Why not? But I did. So you walk on there, and again, everything is just absolutely fantastically beautiful and you walk around so we start walking hole one here's patrick reed Ryder cup hero we follow him for a couple holes and we realize we're not gonna we don't want to we don't want to just follow him and then end up raining like at hole 10 yeah. we're gonna walk the course plus we see dustin johnson teed off in the 10th hole oh, okay like 40 minutes ago so if we start just walking the course we'll, we'll catch, catch up. up with him number one player in the world so we start walking the course and it's just I took so many pictures. They're all up on my Facebook page. We can share them sure. on our Facebook uh, page as well. Now, were um, they nice? Did they interact with you? The players, no. Are they? Are they just in the zone? The type players, of thing? they're very busy. Uh, you yeah. can get very close. You can take pictures because you take your camera on uh, during the practice rounds. But the the attendants, all the volunteers, 
everybody was super nice in the mm-hmm. same way at Disney World. They're saying hi to you, how you doing? Yeah. They're smiling at you, and it's just it was out of this world great. Walked the entire course from hole one until hole eighteen. And last show I talked about how it was just cool that I got to go with my daughter to see Garth because it was just a great experience as a father. Yeah. Well, going with my father yeah. to the Masters, the guy who introduced me to golf and stuff. You, I'm sure you how many how many. How many Masters have you guys watched? Uh, I've watched Masters every year for the past, I, I don't know, I'm 38, probably since I was 12 at yeah. least. I mean, that's that's awesome. And with him most of the time. And if it yeah. wasn't with him, when I got older and moved out, I'm calling him Yeah, and talking about stuff. Like uh-huh. I saw him over the weekend, uh, I saw him on Saturday, and uh, it was so how, how Freddie Couples, man. Oh, you know, how's <laughs> we're just reminiscing about, you know, when we both grew I was a Freddie fan when I was younger, and he liked Freddie. So we're, that was one of the first golfers we were following and when I was a kid. So we just all these memories, all this, you know, just things I'll never forget. Yeah. It was fantastic. In fact, at one point, we uh, stopped at the, the uh, um, concession stand to get a snack because we had a very early breakfast. So I go in, uh, I'm getting, I'm buying all the food because my dad will only pay for gas and he drove down. So I'm buying all the food. And I get a, a oatmeal raisin cookie, a bottle of water, and a beer. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess it's ten thirty in the morning. Everyone, well, why not? Everyone else was drinking. Yeah. Don't judge me. Yeah. Why not? I saw everyone else carrying a beer. I'm like, I have a beer. <laughs> I'm thirty eight. By the way, because I'm such a Yahoo, oh, I have a hard time drinking a beer in front of my dad to begin with. Much because I feel every time with my dad, I feel like I'm twelve. Okay. And we can. Get, I want to get into this more the next show because okay. I do think it's a. But I, I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> you can't. You can't put me in timeout. Meanwhile, I'm 38 years old. Yeah. If I want to have a beer at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm 38 years old. You, you're allowed. I'm allowed to have a beer. I think so. It's so, time to move past that. <laughs> so I got a beer because I wanted to have a beer on the go. I was on vacation. It's my own mini vacation. I was on. I got a beer. So we got oatmeal raisin cookie, bottle of water, beer. My dad gets a blueberry muffin and a sweet tea. So five things. Yeah. What do you think that cost? <sighs> at the Masters. All right. I'm gonna say thirty dollars. Ten bucks. What? <laughs> you can't get a beer at an event for ten dollars. Thirteen dollars for the beers at Garth Brooks, and then nothing with Garth. That's the Wells Fargo Center at WrestleMania. They were fifteen. Yeah, ten ten dollars for an oatmeal raisin cookie, which was delicious. A bottle of water. By this way, all these things are Masters branded. Uh, it was a Blue Moon. It's not the greatest beer, but a fine beer. Yeah. Uh, what else? A bottle of. Uh, uh, my dad got a muffin, and I got he got sweet tea. So all five items, ten dollars. And the, by the way, the beer was five. So all those other things cost five bucks. I've always heard that about the the masters. Everything's it's insanely, like you're stepping back yeah, in time. Yeah. In essence, no cell phones. Very. They're not. I, they're not making a ton of money off the concession stands. So we get our snacks and our drinks, and we go sit in sixteen. And sixteen's a par three across the water, and they skip balls across the water. And we're watching Dustin Johnson. It was just fantastic. We finished the course. We get all the way up through eighteen. Saw all these sights that I never in my life thought I'd actually get to see in person. And I'm seeing all the. Like I saw this on TV. This is where Bubba Watson hit that shot out of the trees. Uh, right here's Tiger. Tiger tipped that ball in 16 and it rolled up the hill came back sat on the edge and then went in everybody went crazy I was in my yeah. living room going nuts <laughs> it was just all these memories all these things you've seen on TV and it looks like when you watch something like sports especially on a regular SD TV standard definition TV for your entire life and then you jumped up to HD and everything looked immaculate but also sometimes when you get there it doesn't live up to your expectations. This totally did. I mean, it doesn't look like it does on TV. And this, this I was saw more. pictures, and you said it just, it's a, that's this, amazing. I want to go again. So we took about four hours to walk the course from eight until about noon because we weren't just walking it. We were also watching some. Like I watched Dustin Johnson, some tee shots on 17, and we were following some players. And we walked the entire course. It's about noon. So now we're going to head back. We see Bubba Watson's back around Amen Corner again. I mean, by seeing Amen Corner, shut your yeah. face. I mean, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. As a golf nerd, amazing. We turn around and. 
Please evacuate the course. Strong thunderstorms are heading your way. Uh, so we head out. Now, we didn't. We were going to stop at the uh, pro shop to look at our T-shirts. The line to the pro shop was out on the course. I thought it was crazy. Because yeah. everybody wanted to get in. So mm-hmm. we go out. We sit in our car. Utter downpour. By the way, we had to wait in line to get our check stuff because we weren't sure we are going to be able to get back in. There was no guarantee we were going to get back in. Wow. So we wait in line in the rain to get our check stuff. Nobody brought – we didn't bring umbrellas. Yeah. Nothing. And by the way, I got hit in the head. You people with golf umbrellas, they're huge. You're <laughs> yeah. in line. You can't move until I move. Stop shoving your umbrella into the back of my head. <laughs> I, I almost lost my, my mind. Seven, I bet. Because I'm very calm about that stuff. But like the eighth time you hear – and it's the back of your head, <laughs> yeah. Getting then, hit by a metal umbrella, the, and then all, part. yeah, and all the water running down oh, top of my head. So that would be. That, and oh. I have no umbrella. I'm wearing a windbreaker that is not at all oh, waterproof. Oh, jeez. I'm soaked. Yeah. So uh, I'm getting hit in the head by an umbrella. I How get was my your dad, stuff. by the way. He's fine. He was okay in the he line. Was good. He, by the way, I was I was worried about him because it's a lot of driving, a lot of doing stuff for like very short time. He was great. No, he, had a, he was he was just as he was in, yeah, as was taken in, yeah. by it as I was, which I couldn't believe, because uh, he's not he's a very level headed guy. I mean, yeah, he was swooning just as much as I That's was. That's very cool. So we get our stuff, we get back to the car, utter downpour, <laughs> storms, lightning. I mean, just the hardest rain you've ever seen. Then it stops. Sun comes out. As a matter of fact, first time we saw the sun all day, <laughs> and we look around. People are heading back to the gates. So we get out. There's a giant line. All of a sudden, you hear everyone start cheering. They've opened the gates back No up. way. So after about an hour or so, we get back on. Now, we were going to make a, a beeline right for the pro shop. Uh-huh. But we got distracted. There were some big-name golfers on the driving range. Okay. Saw Bill Haas. Saw Ernie Els. Saw Vijay Singh. Justin Thomas. Very cool. A lot of people that, you know, we've watched over the years on TV. I want to watch these guys hit golf balls. So yeah. we go and we get a seat. We, watch, we start watching these guys warm up. And we get, let's go, let's go check something else out. Oh. We've been on for 20 minutes. Oh. They're closing the course for the rest of the day because of tornado warnings. Oh, Severe geez. thunderstorms. So we spent maybe four hours and 20 minutes on Augusta National. 12 hours down, 10 and a half of that driving, hour and a half stopping to eat, dinner, lunch, blah, blah, blah. 10 and a half, 12 hours back. For four, four hours, hours. Oh. on Augusta National. And if you told me I could do it tomorrow, you'd do it again. I'd do it again. I, five out of five. Yeah, I don't blame it. It's not like you're going to Bush Gardens. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You're going, and it's just, that's something. It was so great. It was um, awesome. Now, in retrospect, would you buy like maybe two just in case this happens again? Like no, two, you, or you, you can't. can't. You get you get what you get in the lottery, and you take what you get. Oh, so like you can't, if you get pulled in the lottery, it's not like you can buy the whole week. No. You, oh. you you put in the lottery for practice rounds, and you put in the lottery for uh, the regular tournament as well. I think practice rounds, as far as if you're a golf fan, might actually be better just because you don't have to deal with uh, – you, you can take cameras in, and it's so hard to follow the tournament when you're there live. Yeah. I mean, I would go. Don't well, get me yeah. wrong. And I would go for all four days, but uh, the practice round I would not change for a moment. Sounds, sounds, sounds awesome. It was great. What a uh, – one of the best days ever. Yeah. And then we drove all the way home and got home at like 3.30 in the morning on Tuesday. <laughs> oh my God, man. You and I are just so tired. I, I mean, it was exhausting, but worth it. Oh, it was one of those things where you need a vacation from your little mini vacation. Yeah. But it was great. Yep. All right. That's it. Episode 42 of the 222 Podcast. Again, big thanks to everybody over at the Reading Eagle. We're yes. happy to be a part of the family. I was already part of the family. Yeah, but now I'm part of the family. ReadingEagle.com slash 222. Subscribe on iTunes. 
and uh, like us up on our social media. Yes, Robbie. please share us everywhere. Uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie on Twitter at Mike and Robbie. And if you want to email us, let us know what you think of the snacks. Give us some suggestions. 222MNR at gmail.com. And when you're talking about us, hopefully good things, use the hashtag 222M and R. Yes. Robbie, what do you want to say to these animals? Thank you. And every week, why not wake up with Mike and Robbie? Look, there's every no, Monday. This is the best part. This is like an evergreen type deal. Yeah. It's going to stay all week. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go bad. It doesn't spoil. There's no. no use by date. No. 20 minutes Monday, 20 minutes Wednesday. That's right. Finish it up on Friday. And then by the next Monday, we're bam! Fresh and ready to go. So check us out every Monday morning, 222, up on readyneagle.com. It's readyneagle.com slash 222. Plus, subscribe on iTunes, and we'll be right there on your phone each and every week. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Thanks for spending an hour with us, Robbie. I will see you next week. See you then. There he goes. Go!